Pack your things. We're leaving. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Chiss Ascendancy. We're just going to do a short uh, little video here. It's a read and review segment on Star Wars uh, Visions novel, Ronin, uh, by Emma Candon. And this is based on the short Visions uh, episode called The Duel by Kamikaze Duga. And it follows that main character, the Ronin, uh, leading up to and following the events of that episode. And so let's just dive into it, shall we? So I would have to say that Ronan is probably, um, I've heard it explained many times that it's the most unique Star Wars novel people have ever read. And I would agree, it's very unique. It's a one-of-a-kind novel. But I did not find myself locked into it, if that makes sense. So typically... You know, you get 100 pages into a book, you get 200 pages into a book, you're locked in, you are interested, you know the characters, and maybe it's me, maybe it's me not being able to um, differentiate between the characters, and what I mean by that is uh, all the names are very similar to me, I guess, I don't know if it's because they literally are similar or because the way that um, I was reading them or when I was listening to the audiobook as they were being read to me, but um, they they just were very similar and they it was they ran together. Um, the other thing that was very distracting is that there is a character, I'm gonna try to keep this spoiler free, uh, but there's a character who is uh, a traveler and uh, they wear a fox mask and so they just call that character Fox. And because it's 2021, uh, they put in a non-binary character. And I'm sure that people are appreciative for that inclusion and all that stuff. But they use the they, them uh, pronouns. And so the hard part for me is there's a group of four or five or six people who are going on this extremely dangerous journey. And you can't differentiate between they, them, a singular character or they, them, the whole group. And somebody else pointed this out and I just thought it was kind of interesting that people would meet this character and automatically use the they, them pronoun, which is not realistic. Uh, so that was very confusing for me because let's say, um, okay, for instance, let's say you're watching The Italian Job, right? And you've got Mark Wahlberg's character and he's doing something and then you've got, you know, you know, all these other people doing different things. And if there's two characters that are going to rob a bank and there's two characters that are picking up the getaway car and you say they did such and such, it's very confusing because I don't know which group you're talking about or you're just talking about an individual. So that was one part that really tripped me up. Um, but it did come together well. There was uh, The ending was very confusing, um, but I've since put it together. I would say that it's uh, it's very interesting. I know that um, it's the author's first full novel. And so that could be something. It could be something that I did feel that there was a lot of detail put into specific things that were not a big part of the story. And I felt like they were big things that I didn't get enough detail about. And so that was very confusing. The Ronin was a very interesting character. Um, I'm not going to say exactly what his backstory is or whatever, but basically he's a he's a big part of the fallout between the Jedi and the Sith. And so that was very interesting. I loved his character. 
from watching the duel and then the cover of the novel, um, he doesn't appear to be super old. And I'll pull up the, the book cover for you again. But to me, he doesn't look old. He looks like he's in his, you know, 30s, maybe his 40s. You know, here's the Ronin. I don't know if this will focus on that. But, uh, my heavens, there we go. So, there you go. He doesn't look like an extremely old guy. Um, but they keep calling him old man. And they were talking about how his knees were aching and he couldn't move very fast. And, you know, he would get injured and then he'd be on his way to recovery. But it was taking longer because he was so old. So I was having a hard time uh, attaching to that. Obviously, B-556, his droid is very cool. I loved the duel. I loved the stylization of that. I, I wanted to get more from that. I wanted to have a Trandoshan character. I wanted a Death Star droid with the Gatlin gun. I wanted some of that mix of Japanese culture and almost like that steampunk where it's like a robot with a machine gun, you know, something like that was really cool. Uh, something that is very interesting is, um, and this is something you learned very early on in the book, so I wouldn't consider this a spoiler, but there's a Sith witch and her number one ability is, uh, throughout the whole, the whole book, it's, you know, one of the main things you're trying to establish is they're looking for this Sith witch to try to enter influence on the galaxy. But um, something that she is able to do is to raise the dead. And that's something that immediately caught my attention because that's something that is extremely, you know, you have to have a ton of power uh, within the force to do that. Um, I did love the way they talked about the black current and the white light being the light and the dark of the force. I thought that was really cool. It's a new uh, mythos when it comes to the force and how you feel about the force. And so that was very interesting. Uh, I did think it was a basically a brand new take on the mythology of the force, who the Jedi are, um, who the Sith are, where they come from. All of those things are very interesting. Um, but just some of the terminology, the they, them pronouns for one character when there's a group of five or six people was very confusing. And also, um, the fact that the Empire is the established government that the Jedi work for when in the past the Empire is raised by Chief Palpatine and ruled by the Sith. Um, or you have the Old Republic Sith Empire. There's never a moment where there's an Imperial government that is a positive thing or just the norm but not evil. Whenever I hear the Jedi are working for the Empire, that, that doesn't compute in my mind. Um, so. I would say that I enjoyed it. I do think that um, that it could have been, uh, I thought it was good. I thought it could have been better. And here's the thing. It could be that I am, I'm already have my Star Wars brain aligned and I already know what I expect out of a Star Wars book. So it is one of those Last Jedi type experiences where it's good, but because of how I expect a Star Wars novel to go, it didn't quite hit the mark. So it was extremely unique. I enjoyed it. Um, I did not enjoy it the way that I enjoy the legacy of the force when I listen to it daily, when I'm just going about my day or getting ready for bed, you know, just that style of star Wars. And maybe for some people that's boring because they already know what they're expecting. For me, I like that. I like that. I have an established feeling about a star Wars book and it can vary, you know, the, the heir to the empire trilogy doesn't feel like master and apprentice. There are differences. The high Republic feels totally different, but when I'm reading light of the Jedi or when I'm reading the rising storm, it feels like I'm reading star Wars 
and there was a disconnect there when I didn't really feel like I was reading or listening to Star Wars. Um, and it could have been that. It could have been if Jonathan Davis or Mark Thompson did this uh, audiobook, maybe I would have liked it more. I don't know. But um, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great. I would probably give it a six and a half out of 10 stars. And, um, and I know that that's not super great. That's kind of low. Um, I thought it had great potential. I think it has great potential still if this was the beginning of a new mythos. Maybe if this was a new norm for this, uh, not just, you know, Miss Candon, but other authors that could come in and contribute to this specific Star Wars universe. Maybe this is the start of something different. Who knows? Um, you know, the novels from the 90s, the Heir to the Empire versus the Bounty Hunter Wars and all these different things, they have a different feel than what the 2000s Star Wars uh, legacy type um, novels feel like. And then the Fate of the Jedi series with Abeloth is completely different. Uh, so maybe this is just the start of something new. I am hopeful. There are parts that I enjoyed. I, I will say this, something that I really, really kept thinking was, I wish this was a manga. I wish this was something I could see because there was so much happening and things were so descriptive and then big things were happening and I, I didn't, I couldn't get a mental picture and maybe I've just been a distracted guy lately. I don't know, like Mr. Incredible. Uh, but I do think that if this had something I could visually see, that would be super awesome. And even if, even if there was a visual dictionary or something like that, that came out, um, kind of like what they used to do for books back in the nineties, when, when that era, the empire era was about, that's all we had in star Wars. And so there was way more, uh, care put into, here's what this looks like. Similar to the high Republic, the high Republic is this big thing. And they've on purpose showed you, you know what the Jedi look like. Now here's what they look like at the peak of their reign. If I could see some visualization of what does this Sith witch look like? Uh, you know, what's the difference between someone she's brought, the Sith witch is brought back to life and they don't really have a brain versus someone who's struggling to keep their identity against the identity the Sith witch is trying to force on them. Uh, I wish I could have had some visual things to, uh, to, to go back and reference. That would have been really awesome. So if this novel becomes a manga and we read it from right to left, like just classic Japanese style, I think it would be a fantastic story. The story was good. The descriptive writing left something to be desired, and the way that the characters were written was a little bit below par for me. So I, again, I'd say a six and a half out of 10, but I thought it was good, and I would be excited uh, to revisit this Star Wars universe. And I'm excited for the idea of writing Star Wars outside of the canon again. You know, I would love to get a uh, Legends novel about other characters. You know, we we don't, I don't think that the Visions novels or stories have to be canon. So I would love to see, you know, other characters written differently or some of those what ifs kind of things that we've seen from Marvel. So that would be cool. I think it's the great, it's a start of something great and it might be something I look back and revisit and I, it gets a better grade for me. But for right now, that's where I'm at. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this review. If you like this review, uh, please like this video, subscribe to the channel, turn on notifications uh, so you get notified anytime we put something out. And if you felt differently or if there was something that stood out to you and you're going, Joe, you're totally wrong. This was a 10 out of 10. Please let me know in the comments if you agree, uh, then let's talk about it. But sound off below. And thank you once again for listening to the Chist Ascendancy. May the force be with you.